Bonjour, 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 and welcome to the Man in the Black Suit podcast. And good how... afternoon, good evening, good morning, everybody. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm freezing cold for whatever reason, and I just haven't been able to get warmed up. So It's supposed to be spring, right? It's supposed to be spring. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, my... been, it's been chilly. Yes. And in my house, it feels like I'm about, it's about 20 degrees inside my house. So I've just pushed up the heat and all that kind of stuff to just to get warm. And my son thinks I'm nuts and he's walking around in shorts. So, <laughs> Well, I'm with you. It's been really cold. I'm in layers and trying to stay warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not quite sitting outside at the cafe yet, but hopefully soon. Very soon. Very soon. So, hey, Betty. Hey, Joni. It's good to hear it. See you. And, yes, spring is on the way. We're supposed to be. Anyway. So, we have some announcements, and some are interesting. Uh, Of course, Gabriel's uh, uh, series podcast will be back on Sunday. I hope everything's okay, Betty. Um, They'll be back at 5 p.m. And then Trilogia de Gabriel will be on on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Mexico time. And they're doing El Excesis de Gabriel. Noites Influencia is, is doing the Judgment de Gabriel. And they'll be on, they were on April 7th, and now, but they'll be uh, at 3 o'clock. And we have some great news for some international readers of The Man in the Black Suit. Uh, SR has said more than one language group is going to be very happy. Uh, he didn't go any further than that, but please keep an, a look out on Twitter as he, I'm sure, will be announcing that more. We're well, excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Some international new languages for our book. I'm thrilled about that. Hi, Tierra. Yeah, I'm thrilled, too. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm, well, he, he said it's uh, more than one language group, so I'm hoping that it's the Spanish language and the Portuguese language of the man in the black suit, so that would be great. And I know that there's some some folks out there that, are, that listen in that uh, don't speak a lot of English, so this will be really good. I'm, I'm happy for them. I am, too. I'm Hi, Lorraine. Also, SR will be doing an author takeover tomorrow at 4 p.m. in New York time on the Facebook group, The Boudoir. You do have to join the group, so and it's easy. They just go in. Hi, Noni. 
uh, so you just go in and join and it'll be up. I did that yesterday. So that's very exciting. Very, very exciting. I know. That's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's keeping busy for, uh, for the readers. I know he's, uh, he's been saying and promising lots of news. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to hear more soon, but yeah, just, little, just a little the, the little glimpse of the good news that the man in the black suit mm-hmm. um, will be uh, coming to us in uh, more than one language yes. will be very, very exciting. So uh, Betty mentions uh, she listened to the show last week, Leslie, and she has a little crush <laughs> on Luke, too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but yes, she still loves I Paul. Said, <laughs> I had said I had a little, you know. I do. I like Luke. I do, but it's nothing to the epic love that Betty has for Betty has for Paul. <laughs> Heavy so. obsession. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just think it's no. He. I, I just think he's a, uh, a really uh, decent, lovely, strong character. Yet another good, um, good character profile. Uh, that Sylvain has given us and I just think uh, especially as we go along in uh, this chapter um, <laughs> I'm like just said Paul obsession <laughs> I think that he would deny that no. I do that's alright we all have our little obsessions with the character some of our characters <laughs> yeah <laughs> she said obsession love Whatever. It's the same, it's the same thing. thing. That's true. That's true. I love you. Nancy K. when sometimes she's posting something to SR, she always puts a picture of Dolores Claiborne from uh, <laughs> from that Stephen King novel about the uh, obsessive fan and what yeah. the writer trying to figure out, get the story written. <laughs> always makes me laugh. Hey, KK. Good to see everybody out in the chat room today. Yes. We've all recovered from Easter misery, yes. (laughs) We've all recovered from Easter and Gammy Camp ended on Sunday. Thank Mm -hmm. God. You can breathe again. I can. I can. (laughs) She kept you entertained and occupied, though. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Entertained and occupied. Exactly. <laughs> Ready to kill her. <laughs> she just has lots of fun with you, so she wants to, you know, keep playing and doing everything all the time. Oh, of course. So her latest obsession is the word, as I have this phrase that I use a lot, it's anywho rather than anyhow. Yes. And so, so every time I turn around, I get, and anywho, Gammy. <laughs> <laughs> It's very cute. Yes, I, I do like need a drink. I don't have one just yet. It's uh, in the kitchen waiting for me. Oh, it's my little, gosh. It, it, well, That's it's always 5 o'clock somewhere. It's, it's a little too early to imbibe for me. I was hoping to get a drink, but alas, I did not. And the happy hour starts. <laughs> I, I, some of you know I'm actually sitting in a hotel room. Uh, in Pittsburgh, overlooking the beautiful skyline, and I can see PNC Park from here. I'm right at the Three Rivers, the point where the Three Rivers meet. Um, so I'm coming to you from uh, the 
beautiful confines of the Grand Wyndham Hotel in downtown Pittsburgh. And I just wanted to say a little shout out and thanks to Karen because I had a wonderful visit with her yesterday. Uh, KK lives in Western PA, so I was able to uh, have lunch with her yesterday, and that was really great. Um, and it was uh, it was uh, it was really lovely. And I see KK said that it is a beautiful spot. Yes, it is. Lorraine says you need a big drink, um, and you do. I and I can attest to that. <laughs> and Betty says. Her blessedness loves quoting her, especially when she says, it's for today, not tomorrow. Chop, chop. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and well, that's you have I, I purposely joined a pool because I know I'm going to have, have her every other week this summer. So I, I joined a pool just so that she's not in the house. She's going to be meeting <laughs> kids her own age. And the, the pool will keep her quiet, her tie her out a lot so that she gets to, gets to bed early enough so I can have a glass of wine before after she goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that's a great idea. And I, she's going to love it. It's going to be a win-win, as they say. As they, that's exactly what I said. It's the best investment I made this summer. <laughs> for the summer. So. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, so... We're, we're already on chapter eight, which is hard to believe. I know. And uh, the man in the black suit. And I have to say, um, it's getting a little intense. It's getting a little mm -hmm. intense as we discuss what's going on. And you, the chapter begins um, with Acacia sitting at the bar. And she's positioned herself so she could be keeping a track of the door very carefully, very closely. And as Pam pointed out, there is a mafia philosophy that says never sit with your back to the door, meaning you always have to be prepared for whatever can come your way. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a philosophy I carry to this day. <laughs> exactly. Well, they, they actually do say, right, when you come into a, a, any kind of a building, you have to, you should know your exits. It's just something that you should be aware of um, and always be aware of your surroundings. So it's just a typical safety discussion. Uh, Nani says that she loves intent. So, yes, I think you'll like this chapter then, Nani. Um, and Acacia knew better. She just knew better than to involve Luke in anything. And, and now he was here with agents. And she couldn't believe that her innocent question, just trying to maybe feel out what she should or should not be doing, kind of led to this whole uh, hotel being uh, taken by a SWAT team feeling that she's getting. Mm -hmm. And as she was taking a drink, uh, worried about emerging from being anonymous, she was really, really nervous, and she saw Luke appearing in the doorway. And his description is quite lovely. And uh, at five foot eleven, he's only two inches taller than Acacia. His hair is sandy brown, needs cutting, by the way, <laughs> and it has a very handsome face with a bit of scruff. Um, I like the way they that SR pointed out that 
He looked more like an actor than a policeman. Yes. <laughs> so it tells you he's 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 quite pretty, right? He's quite handsome, quite stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't surprise me because Acacia is such a beautiful woman mm-hmm. um, herself, and though though quite attractive, he's also very much the professional. And uh, you know, he as he's entering, he's surveying his surroundings. Um, with sharp eyes. And this is the question I asked SR this week. Um, I asked him why he included Luke as part of Acacia's romantic history. Instead of just having Luke be maybe a friend from university, I was curious about, you know, why he made that choice. And SR said, for Luke, this one was of one of the story elements that he had in mind from the beginning of writing this book. It just seemed to be part of her Acacia's history. Um, he also thought the BRB angle was interesting, which I quite agree with. And he added the note, some readers have asked that Luke receive his own novel. Uh-huh. So let's just think about that for a little bit, ladies. What do you think? Would you want uh, a book about Luke? I, I'm sure he would be Sign very interesting. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> we have more um, more people who've joined us so hola colombia good to mm. see you sean joined us as well mm-hmm. um and in the chat room betty said uh, yes to the luke book and she said acacia's ex-boyfriend is very handsome acacia has good taste yes and yes. karen says swoon most different most definitely and <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be an interesting novel, and you know, I think it could be. I think it could be very. And of course, Lorraine, I agree entirely. She said I would read anything SR writes. Well, you know, yesterday this is yesterday. I uh, was at a bookstore um, a little bit away from me in Collegeville. Mm-hmm. Um, Deb Harkness is having a book signing for her new book that's coming out in May. And that's uh, connected with the Old Souls trilogy. So, you know, I set myself up and I thank Samia for turning me on to her because she's, she, and SR, because I really do like this trilogy. But so I went up there and I'm, I'm having, you know, this great time uh, driving all the way, trying to figure out where the hell I am. And I get to the bookstore and I, and I, I bought my ticket and the book and I'm like, oh, I can't wait. So, it's going to be an exciting May. <laughs> and, You're going to have a great time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't even know where I was going with this. Talk that. Oh, well. <laughs> Talking about new senility, books. Senility. Senility. It's my, my dementia's <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> no, it's, the, it's because you need more wine, right? I, I, need to, I need a wine, period. Not even more wine. <laughs> Well, I it's, I think you were talking about the different books because we are talking about SR saying some of the fans have suggested having a book about Luke. Right, right. And in the yeah. chat room, Betty said that maybe Luke and Paul could be friends. Uh, Nane said maybe in a book about art espionage, which I think would be really that good. That would be good, yeah. And Karen also said she would love a story about Luke. So, you know. I, I mean, yeah, could you imagine? Never say never with SR. No, you can't. And, you know, art. Luke is BRB, but you know maybe there's something that could come around with the Gardner Museum in Boston, mm-hmm. and that could bring in Paul and 
could also bring in Julia and Gabriel to a point and, um, you know, yeah. 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 sorry, we're writing the plot intersect. line for you. Hi, Kez. Sucked at my point. I hope. <laughs> That'd be really fun. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. So, so, so Luke enters. Beautiful, handsome Luke, my little crush, mm-hmm. as I will, as I admitted to last week. And uh, he enters and says, "Cassie," he murmured as he approached her. He kissed her cheeks, doing the Parisian greeting. And at that point, Acacia felt nostalgic, made all the more special um, or more poignant, I guess, uh, with the speed at which he pulled away. So it's kind of that awkward, you know, when you run into someone you've dated or been with or have loved and haven't seen in years. And it's just kind of that awkward, you know, excited to connect, but kind of sad that you didn't have what you once had type of experience so it depends on the guy <laughs> depends on the guy well i'm talking in the positive you know you have okay, a, okay. the pang of remorse here uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and betty had mentioned maybe raven could be in that book too i agree mm-hmm. anything is possible anything is possible and like i said raven and julia have to become friends and you know, William and uh, and Gabriel will just have to tolerate each other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They'll 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 do their own. They'll stay in their own. They'll stay in their own lane, so to speak. Yes. Yes. So they had the greeting, and Acacia kind of had that little aha moment of, oh, I wish things could have been differently. And as she starts to speak, Luke Luke will pulls the few euros out of his jacket, place them next to the glass on the bar and uh, continued to pick up her backpack and lead her out of the bar. Uh, It was very obvious to me. He didn't want to speak to her out in the open, out in public. He wanted to uh, get her out of the bar and try to find a place where they could speak privately. And uh, yes, in the chat room, Karen was saying all the memories and what could have been or should have been. I agree. <laughs> so Betty wants to know if there's another story I wanted to add to my book. <laughs> we know there is. Come on. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not really, you know, they're, they're, it's just at my wedding, I had three ex-boyfriends <laughs> at the wedding. And everybody got along fine. It was no big deal. <laughs> That's good. Well, you know. It could it could happen that way. Hello, Kez. I see that Kez just joined us. Good morning. In the land down under. Yes, it's an early morning in the land. Early, down under. early morning. Thanks for joining us. Um, we are just talking about uh, Luke paying for the drinks that Acacia had and grabbing her backpack, leading her out of the bar, mm-hmm. and uh, he wanted to know if they could speak privately. And Acacia did have that pang of sadness because she had loved him, but she had her reasons and her reasons hadn't changed as to why they weren't together. So she told him that they could go to the staff room, but he was not allowed in. But Luke being the persuasive agent that he was saying, we'd only need a minute. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, persevered to go so they could have a few minutes of, of privacy to discuss what was happening. So yeah, so she they get into the staff room, and first thing Luke does is he goes in and he makes sure everything's copacetic and checks it all out <laughs> to make sure that there's no one in the room. This is true, but I have to before we even go for the book. <laughs> Betty, Kez is waving to everybody and saying good morning, and Betty said, "OMG!" And did they speak up when the priest asked if anyone had something to say or forever hold their peace? If anybody, if anybody was going to do that, it would have been my mother and father, considering I had only met my husband three weeks before the wedding. <laughs> so, but no, nobody, nobody did. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah my, my, my parents are like, what the hell are you doing? Huh? What? How long have you known this guy? Anyhow. Anyhow. Another chapter for your book, Pam. Yeah. Love at first sight. It does happen. Yes, so anyway, so, so uh, Acacia told him the reason she had phoned was to ask about the painting. She wasn't really expecting him to show up. You know, she just sort of wanted to feel him out on what, what if it possibly could be something. And, uh, but Luke was glad that, um, you know, Luke was glad that she did call him and, and that he had, was worried that he was, you know, if he was okay and that, you know, she was going to be a witness to this. Uh, she says, well, she just, you know, she's saying she's in so much trouble and uh, you have no idea what it could cost me. Uh, Luke was telling her that, you know, that the lead, he was not the lead investigator that uh, of the Musée Robbery. And who was on his it was on his way, but that the colleagues had, his colleagues were already in the building, and that she was with him, so that made made everything kind of kind made it safe for her. Uh, so she's she's getting aggravated. She she just knows how much trouble. I mean, I can just imagine uh, Monsieur Roy, Rob, oh, yeah. or as he's called, uh, coming through and uh, bawling her out, but. Um, so she says, you, he's telling her, you did the right thing. Uh, the night manager is being interviewed, and he said, I can't be involved with you because of, of her, his connection with her. And uh, that, you know, everything was going to be fine. Um, she asked what was going to happen next, and, and Luke informed her that uh, she'd be interviewed by Philippe, the lead investigator, um, but he was going to go, wanted to speak with her at 36 uh, K de Ultra, one of the office, and then one of the officers would take her home, and that's the, um, like the headquarters, the BRB headquarters. Um, trying to figure out how she was going to get around, and she said that she had her motorcycle. Uh, Luke thinks that's a little bit too risky. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he, you know, he's, he wants to make sure she is as protected as possible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm sure at this point, Acacia is just regretting the whole thing. Oh, she's tugging at her hair and she's worrying about how bad it all could be and, mm -hmm. and that kind you know, of stuff. Reading, reading the reading, you can, you can almost feel the anxiety coming off of the pages. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you know, she you is can. so 
worried and anxious and nervous and, you know, almost in disbelief that she put herself in this position after being so careful mm -hmm. to try and stay under the radar. Oh, yeah. And, you know, for whatever reason, she, she seems to want to stay under it a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but and then she's she's getting worried, too, because uh, she should have told her boss first before calling him to let him know what was going on. And then, uh, you know, it, it just she was just really thinking that she's going to be all over the news and how upsetting it was all going to be for her. Oh, absolutely. And obviously, um, as Luke tries to reassure her um, that this will be okay, I mean, you know, he keeps reminding her, you know, this is a masterpiece. You know, if it's recovered, she'd be a hero. And it's exactly the thing Akashia did not want. Uh, she didn't want her identity known at all. And um, she was very, very adamant about making sure that her name was not going to be used. And he did remind her, and, and this is true, if you've ever worked with law enforcement, um, they're not, they're not, <laughs> I said work with Pam, not the <laughs> target of. <laughs> Never been the target of the law enforcement, trust me. Right, right. Um, but they do, they really do aim to keep key witnesses' um, names and identities out of the media um, mm -hmm. before trial because they, they want them to not be uh, tampered with, so to speak. So. so Betty is saying that when Luke mentioned the night manager, her mind immediately went to Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> exactly mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she said she would freak out as well and I think we've talked on some of the other podcasts the night manager um, was actually an inspiration for this story mm -hmm. so I have not yet to, I have not had a chance yet to see it but got to got to I know I know we have to find a way and uh, already uh, Dr. House uh, he's in it and he was interesting character too oh it seemed really really good so, so um he told luke as you know he was reassuring acacia um mentioned that he told philippe that she was a friend and he assured acacia that philippe would treat her right and Thank you, Betty. Um, Betty also agrees with you. She said it is a good show and that I would love it. So I'm looking to seeing it when I can. Um, while not assured, um, he, he did also try and remind her that he would be very much indebted um, and be receiving gratitude from the BRB for all of her um all of her bravery here if they did recover the painting. And, uh, you know, I, 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 he's trying at this point to comfort her in any way possible, throwing all of these examples her way. And it's just not cutting it for her. Um, and he, the next, obviously, 
uh, he was trying to comfort her with words, and then he his instinct was to go reach for her, mm-hmm. um, which really does demonstrate that there's still he still has a lot of feelings for her. Oh yeah, and. But so instead of reaching out to touch her, he shoved his hands in his pockets um, and he just reminded her that he'd make sure everyone knows that she doesn't want her name in the media. And, you know, I, I could see, I can see this scene in my head, you know, I can imagine what it would look like on the screen. Yeah, it'd be an interesting scene. Yes, you know, and he's he's trying to reassure and he says, I know it's shit timing, but it's good to see you. And she looks down and she, you know, also said it, it is good to see you. And then she asked how Simone was. And, uh, again, see, this could be another subplot of the, uh, the Luke book, right? With Simone. Simone. Yeah. Which uh-huh. be an interesting subplot. <laughs> it could be. So, and you know, I thought, well played, Acacia, right? You know, he's he's getting a little too close, so she diverts him by asking how his current relationship's going. And uh, apparently it's not too well, um, because he said that she had moved out, which is why he was having drinks with Eve and Veronique, um, and they wanted to know what happened. And then he asked if she was seeing anybody. And... Uh, I see Nani says, you also have to watch McMafia. It's amazing. And the lead actor reminds me of Nicholas. Is, uh, that, on, is that on Netflix, Nani? Because if it is, I'll, uh, I'll have to, if it is, we'll have to check it out. Yeah. And Betty said, awkward question. That's right, Betty. She wanted to put that distance. He was starting to get too close. So she just, she put that distance right back mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So she was sorry for Luke, um, but she, you know, mentioned that uh, she works a lot and work really is her focus right now. You know, she, you know, really is trying to shut down the whole any kind of getting back together possibility right in that statement, I think. Um, She said she's really enjoying her job and her job is such a focus, which is why she is hoping her boss is going to be understanding about having the BRB all over the hotel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, and Nane said it should be on BBC America. It's a BBC drama. So we'll have to check that out. Check that out. Thanks, Nani, for the recommendation. Um, and so as, as, you know, I thought this, I, I said this before, I thought the interaction between Luke and Acacia was really interesting here. And he, you know, he was trying to comfort her, then he was trying to get a little closer to her, and then she put up the Al Simone, and then they kind of back it off a little bit. And, you know, it's quite an interesting dance that uh, SR wrote here for us. And Really, her focus had been her job, and now her job, she feels, is going to be in jeopardy because of this oh, yeah. VR infestation. And um, so as they discussed that, Luke reassured her and said, leave it to us, and proceeded to take her to Philippe. Hi, Lily. Hi, Lily. 
Um, yeah, you know, when it, I don't know if you've ever had an, an occasion when you've had police come to your, your offices for anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I know that uh, I, when I first moved to New York, I was working in my Plains, New York for a company. And we mm-hmm. had this uh, girl in our accounting department who was being let go. And um, she didn't want to leave. She wasn't leaving. That was it. Not leaving. Oh, yeah. And they, <laughs> we had more policemen outside the building uh, to come and take her out because she was she was an absolute lunatic. It was she worked on this on the second floor of this of the building. It's where accounting was, and it was just it was crazy. I remember that so well. Oh. It's, it was, that's it was very scary. intense, though. It's it's very scary mm-hmm. when you have that happen. Um, I've I had worked at an insurance company and a fairly large employer, and so from time to time there would be police coming in for warrants for somebody or another reason. And of course, working for government, you're always in a situation where there could be a you know a crisis. So. It, it can be very unsettling. Oh, yeah. Um, or, on the other hand, it's not even a crisis. It's just preparing for a, a high-level public official to be visiting. And you have the advance team come and set up and make sure security is in place. Oh, that's like when President Clinton came to our building because uh, the CEO of my company was in the conference room. <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was an interesting. Uh, nobody was allowed to leave the building. I remember I was in a new. I was at the New York Hilton. This is. I'm going back a, a long time. We I went for a trade. I was down there for a trade show. Direct marketing days of New York, mm-hmm. and George Bush the first was doing a fundraiser in the hotel across the street. Oh my and God! We were our conference it was the last day and we were basically allowed out at like 2 30 in the afternoon or whatever we were not allowed to leave the building the secret service had every entrance of the hotel blocked off so that you could not leave so we all just sat in the hotel and got drunk until <laughs> until george <laughs> left the fundraiser <laughs> this is true hey, i well what are you going to do i mean because you really don't have an option there and they, yeah. there is obviously very good reason for mm-hmm. for you know a lot of times they shut roads they block building entrances and exits i mean it's oh yeah new, new, new york city gridlock anytime a president would come into town or you know now with the he shall not be named when he comes up to his hotel to have the fire this weekend <laughs> well betty says that's another chapter for your book Mm-hmm. Karen Karen shared a story that she had police come to a restaurant where she was working and escorted the billing person out for embezzlement. Ooh, and yeah, they were all asked questions. So that's a very real, very scary proposition. Yeah, that is crazy. And Betty said, you need to include the chapter where you have lunch with the Queen Mum, Pam. Well, when that happens, <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> I was in London, but the Queen wasn't in residence when I was in London. So. 
Uh, was she out? She was out of town. Yeah, she was up in uh, up at Balmoral, Scotland. Oh. Her her getaway place, I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, next time I'm in London, I'm not <sighs> going to say if. I'm going to say when because I'm I'm projecting positively. I love that. <laughs> uh, and I run into the Queen Mum. Although what I understand is, you could, if you go when you do the tour of Buckingham Palace, you can or Windsor, you can have, actually have uh, tea or lunch there. So. Oh, that would you be never fun. Know. You never know what can happen. You know, it might even be asked to babysit the kids. Well, <laughs> Gam- they probably heard about what a great gammy you are. <laughs> gammy camp goes to London. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story oh, I should write with my granddaughter. So anyway, so Akazia has paused and she said, well, things didn't end up on, you know, for them on, on the best of terms. She is very happy that, um, that, you know, they got to speak with each other. And uh, the one of the thing, and that he, she was grateful that uh, he was checking up on her. Uh, one of the things that she thought about was Marcel's journal. And she was a little worried about Marcel's journal. Um, should she, you know, she knew she'd get in trouble for withholding evidence, but she thought it should go more to go towards the Paris police since Marcel was a victim of a, um, mugging. Well, and I thought that was interesting, right? Because here she has this book. She knows it has something to do with the crime and she's trying to figure out clues as to what was going on if this would be any indication of if there's real a real treasure upstairs if Breckman is doing terrible things um and she also you know by having it I'm wondering if she realizes it's putting herself in danger too right so I I just I was wondering it must be a very intense it would, it, I would and then think trying it would to decide be. the best and trying to decide the best um, direction to go. Um, yeah. with that. And you, you, you know that, you know, if she does have this journal, I mean, obviously she did find it under the desk. Um, you know, what's in it? Uh, should she give it to even, should she even given it to Mr. Roy? Exactly. You know, it just, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I And, um, oh, looking at the chat room, uh, talking about London, yes, uh, Nane said, yes, Pam, afternoon tea beckons next time. Yes. And then Betty said, or maybe you can take a selfie with Harry and Megan at their wedding in May, <laughs> which would be fantastic. If I can pop over to Windsor for the day, that would be wonderful. But I know. I'll have to check my calendar on that one. <laughs> and Nani was saying she was hoping she'd get a people's invitation to the wedding. I know. How cool would that be? Yeah, really. Noni, how far is Windsor from where you, from London? Do you know offhand? I'm, I'm, I was just curious on that. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, Obama's not even invited to the wedding. Oh, that was a shocker. That is a shocker. But I think... But I, I have a feeling that um, they said, please don't invite us. <laughs> right. Because they didn't want the, uh, 
They don't want, they didn't want to cause an international. They don't want to cause an international incident via, uh, in terms of protocol and that type of thing. True. <laughs> so, so Windsor's about two hours from London. So that's uh, that's right because I could when I went to Oxford I could have taken um, or not Oxford uh, to Bath and to uh, Stonehenge. I could have taken a tour. of Windsor. Oh, that would be lovely. That isn't far, Nani. And yeah. Karen is running. She has dinner re ready and she has to run. Have a great remainder of the weekend weekend. Thanks, KK. Thanks, KK, and I'll be there in about uh, seven hours. <laughs> I was going to say, yes, what's for dinner tonight, Karen? Yes. <laughs> uh, That's wonderful. Yes. She, is such a, she is such a gift for the culinary arts. Yeah, she does. That she does. I'm je I'm jealous. I'm, I we went through this whole thing about cooking with with family. Yeah. And my my mother was taught by my father's mother how to cook. My my mother's mother made great reservations. She could boil, she could burn water. She could. Uh, uh, I remember my mom had had an atopic pregnancy. I was in kindergarten, and my sister and I were staying with her while she was in the hospital. And uh, she made soft-boiled eggs for breakfast for us and they weren't even cooked they were just they were just oh they were disgusting and then she would make like for, for dinner she would make um hamburgers for us with like a baked potato and now i like a crunchy baked potato skin i have no problem right. with that. but when it's crunchy so that there's nothing left inside that's a, that's a little much Oh no! <laughs> and, and you know, hamburger for me, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm sort of a medium person when it comes to my meat. Yes. But this hamburger was dark brown with a very thin line of gray in the middle. Oh my! Yeah. So I, you know, it was, it, it was a tough couple of weeks when my mom was in the hospital on that. Oh, so. no. <laughs> because in those days they kept you in for like two weeks when you had an atopic pregnancy. Oh right, right. So, I'm still. President Kennedy was in the uh, White House, and uh, <laughs> so, you know, it was interesting. It was an interesting time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, as said, all skin and no potato. Now, Karen's actually having salmon and asparagus, and I informed her I'm coming over. Okay. Sounds and uh, Betty says she's a worse cook. She can't even make smashed potatoes. We have faith in you, Betty. I know you have mad, mad sandwich-making skills. That's I right. I saw that on Twitter the other day. Good sandwiches are hard to find. This so anyway, true. anyway, so <laughs> as um, they walk into the lobby, all the air leaves her lungs, and she's in the place is crawling with BRB agents. And what Luke didn't know was that her deepest fears would that she would be putting her life and the life of her mother in danger. But it was too late. Right. And that's where it ends. I yes. mean, you know, the tension. I know. I know. It's I know. really, really, you can, like I said, you could just feel the anxiety coming off of the pages of the book. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, what's going to happen next? We have to wait till next week to find out. Yes, we will. We will. We'll be doing chapter nine next week, see what goes from there. Also, this Friday night, 
um, we will be doing a compilation podcast at 9 o'clock Friday night. For those of uh, you who have not been able to listen or the time zones are, are sucky, which I know they can be, we'll be there at 9 o'clock. So hopefully you can join us then, too. Yes. Join us 9 p.m. New York time. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, on... Affirmations. Anybody who has an affirmation, please, please feel free to send them along to us. If you don't want to tweet them out to us, if you just want to, uh, like, direct message us with it, that would be fine, too. Uh, yeah, something you're thankful for. Yeah, that, that, that would be great. Because we like to share them. I, I'm very thankful for my time in Pittsburgh this week and having a chance to spend time with Karen. That was a real, real treat. And I am very thankful that I do not have to deal with a six-year-old this week <laughs> or next week. I God. knew that <laughs> affirmation was coming. <laughs> I, I love her to death. I do. I do. But it does get a little much. My, my <laughs> sister called me up on Wednesday night and she says, how are you doing? I said, I'm done. I am done. <laughs> just, but I, the animals hide. The little kitten that I have, hiss is at her now, and, and she goes near and she meows, and I said, you know, Isabella, you got to be a little bit calmer with the kitty, you know, they can't just be running up after her. Uh. She, she has her anxious, or, or her 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 energy is just over overbounding. It should be modeled as, as I've heard my parents and my grandparents <laughs> say at times. <laughs> Your energy should be bottled. Yes, and, and Lily just it. Lily just was saying that she's thankful for therapy. Yes, Lily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Betty says that's why she's not in a rush to have a baby. I'll tell you what, Betty, it's a little bit different when it's your own. You do get ang- get crazy, but they're mm-hmm. your own, and you expect it, and you're doing something with them. As opposed to a grandparent who gets them, gets them sugared up, and spoiled <laughs> and then sends them home <laughs> right right all of the fun none of the work that's exactly right that's exactly right so she was very good we, we did an easter brunch on the mushloo and she was very good she was chatty kathy a mile a minute because we were sitting at a window overlooking the river and she said and look at can you slow down please so. I bet she loved that though, and that's a special memory, Gammy. That's a that's a good one. Yes, it is. It is. Um, and I see it. that uh, Nane said, um, "You're more energetic when you're young, Betty." Uh, in regards to not having, not rushing to have babies. So, points well taken on both sides, ladies. Yes. Yes. Although yes. Don't don't fear it, Betty. It's a it's a great experience if if you choose to. Or road. have that path chosen for you <laughs> by by the fates. Um, it is it is a it's a really wonderful experience. So, so. Don't be don't be afraid. So the the other you thing have, you have, we're all in it together. Yes, we are. <laughs> thank God. Um, so the other thing I wanted to make sure we you know we know that SR is writing uh, the novella for Gabriel. Gabriel. For yeah which is exciting. Can't wait to hear what more is coming on that. 
and again, the exciting news is that the man in the black suit is going to be translated into multiple languages. And uh, SR told us that last, told me that this morning. It was over this morning. Yeah. Yes, we got to, we got uh, to go ahead to share that. To share that. Uh, share the news with all of you. We don't know what when it's coming out, so just watch for his announcements. But it is being. Uh, I'm hoping it will be in Brazilian and in Spanish soon. So. I think that's very good news. Yeah. And that's about it that we have for this week. Yes, please join us on Friday if you can. Yes, and uh, again, we'll be back next week with Chapter 9. Yes, and oh, I'm seeing some more comments. So Betty mentioned she loves having time for herself. Allie, my dog, loves having all of her attention and that she needs to find herself a call first. That's true. That's or true. maybe a Luke Betty. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and Noni says, when the time is right. <laughs> and Lily said, she'll cry of joy. That's true. I think a lot of people will cry of joy. So. Yes. I, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it, too. So. I am, too. It's a great thing. Yeah. So we'll see you all again uh, either Friday or next week. Uh, so enjoy your evening uh have a few cocktails if you're in the mood and uh i'm going to leave you with uh, some thelonious monk and it'll uh hopefully it will be uh an enjoyable uh time well no we just switched to uh go bear oh, that's okay we're switching that's okay. okay and betty of course mentioned she does love paul Moore, but luke would be a good friend yes and on that note ladies enjoy the music and have a wonderful rest of your evening.